Hey, Disney Cruise fans, it's Wes. If you'd like to support the show, please consider booking your next Disney trip with us. We are independent travel agents affiliated with Mickey World Travel, a platinum Disney earmarked agency. Though we specialize in Disney cruises, we book all Disney destinations. We'll help you with all the planning details and make sure you don't miss out on anything important. Of course, if it is a Disney cruise, we'll give you some onboard credit up to $1,000 to spend on your trip. That's free money to spend on whatever you want just for booking with us. Spa treatments, port adventures, merchandise, adult dining experiences. It doesn't cost you anything to work with us, and you'll pay the same as if you book directly through Disney. So you might as well get some extra spending money to take with you. If you're interested, send me an email at Wes, W-E-S, at MickeyWorldTravel.com. And now, on to the show. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 125 of the DCL Dude Podcast. <laughs> My name is Wes, and if it seems like it's been a while since you've heard from me, that's because it has. Uh, we've had a lot going on, and it seems like there's this inverse relationship between my kids getting older and the amount of free time that I have on my hands. I'm sure many of you can relate. Uh, but anyway, I'm very sorry for the long gap in between episodes, but I've, uh, I've, I've got a good one for you today. I also wanted to let you know that my family will be cruising on The Wish in just over a week. I can't even begin to describe how excited I am to finally get my kids back on board, uh, but also to experience the first very maritime cruise on the Disney Wish. We have always loved the maritime theme uh, with Disney Cruise Line, and I, I can't wait to see how they bring it to The Wish be sure to follow my social media pages if you, um, if you want to follow along on our trip. I'll most likely primarily be posting on Instagram, so definitely be sure to follow me over there, but uh, follow my other uh, social media accounts as well. After the cruise, we'll be spending a few days at Walt Disney World and checking off a, a few things that we've never done before, so it's going to be a very exciting vacation for us, and we're all really looking forward to it. There was some big news announced uh, this week related to the, the health and safety protocols on Disney Cruise Line. Beginning on November 14th, for cruises departing from U.S. ports, guests will no longer be required to provide proof of a negative COVID-19 test prior to sailing, regardless of vaccination status. Essentially, this signals a return to cruising the way it used to be prior to the pandemic. No vaccination requirements, no testing requirements. I haven't heard official word about what this means for safe passage registration, but I presume that it means registration will no longer be required. Uh, I've seen some people say that Disney Cruise Line has confirmed this when they spoke to them, but I haven't seen anything directly from Disney Cruise Line, so I'll, I'll continue to, uh, to keep an eye on that. And lastly, keep an eye out for a new itinerary release coming soon. It has to be soon. I suspect they'll release the schedule for spring 2024 sometime over the next couple weeks, but I, I have no insider information on that. So it's just, just speculation based on past releases. 
And speaking of themed cruises, the end of the calendar year means holiday themed cruises for Disney Cruise Line. And I can't imagine that anybody does it better between Halloween on the high seas and very merry time. If you're looking to get into holiday spirit, Disney Cruise Line is a great place to do that. As the Disney Wish wraps up her first Halloween season, I, I wanted to hear about the themed experience on board, so I've invited a guest on today's show to talk about her recent experience. Casey spent a few days on board the, the Wish uh, with her family and has kindly agreed to come on and give us an overview of Halloween on the High Seas on the new ship. So, hi Casey, thanks so much for coming on. Hi, thanks for having me. Absolutely, my pleasure. So whenever I uh, just talk to, to someone new, I like to just kind of get a little uh, a little background on their experience with, with Disney Cruise Line. So could you just give us a little bit um, uh, about your experience? How many cruises have you been on? Which ships have you sailed on? Things like that. Yes, absolutely. Um, we This was our fourth cruise with Disney Cruise Line. And um, we've been on one ship in each class. Oh, so nice. we've been on the Dream, the Wonder, and now the Wish. Awesome. Um, yeah. Would you say that you have a favorite right now? Um, I do. I think our family is kind of like in the middle now that we've been on the Wish. But um, I prefer the Wonder. I just love that she's smaller and we've been on her the most. Um, so she, she feels like home when yeah. we go. I, I <laughs> totally understand that and i can relate to that and i i my personal favorites are uh my personal favorite is the magic which is one of the classic ships but i think it's because like what you said it's it's sort of that nostalgic thing the you know the more time you spend on the ships or you know in my case the classic ships were my first uh cruise experiences so you know those those tend to those experiences tend to tend to stick with you and in the back of your mind i think um yes so having been on, you know, one of the ships in each of the other classes, what were your just sort of initial thoughts about the wish, you know, and, and specifically as it compares to your thoughts on the other ships? What did you like? What did you not like about the wish? So, um, yeah, we didn't know what kind of to expect. We knew that the wish was going to be different. And like I said, we were kind of used to the wonder and she's a smaller ship. So, um, we were nervous and excited about being on a bigger ship with more people and trying to figure out a whole new layout because um, the wish is way different than <laughs> right. all the other ships as far as layout goes. But after um, sailing on her, um, it wasn't as difficult as we thought it was going to be to get around. It was pretty easy to figure her out once we walked around, which is something we like to do every time we go on a yeah. cruise is kind of walk around the ship the first day and get reacquainted with um, the areas. And so um, a little bit different for sure, but we did enjoy sailing on her and having um, a new experience. Awesome. And I, I think what you said is a perfect way to describe it. I mean, it's it, it can be a little bit of a daunting experience. Uh, uh, you know, thing when you just think about it's a new ship and you hear how different it is and getting around is difficult. I mean, once you once you've been on it for a day, you, you sort of get the hang of it and you, you know you, you're able to find where things are and stuff. So, uh, I think that's a great way to put it. Would do you think anybody in your family would say that the Wish is their is their favorite ship? Yes, my husband Chris has already said that no the Wish way. is his favorite. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so he really wants to go on the treasure now whenever yep. it comes out yep. because it's that, the, okay. one of the sister ships of the Wish. So that's that'll be awesome. fun. 
Um, so speaking of your family, who did you cruise with? Um, and what was the itinerary for your cruise? I guess, well, so, I know the answer. What, what, what was supposed <laughs> to be your itinerary for the cruise? <laughs> okay. um, so I sailed with my family, uh, my husband, Chris, my son, Jude, and my daughter, Kennedy. My son is 13 and my daughter is nine. So we have kind of the older kids in two different kids clubs there. Um, and our itinerary was a four-day uh, Halloween on the high seas cruise. But of course, um, like I told you it, when we were talking before this started, that we were um, on that cruise during Hurricane Ian. So we ended up getting a six-day cruise, <laughs> um, which was unique. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's so funny that, you know, I, I didn't realize as I, as we were talking that you you were on that cruise. Um Actually, my last guest on this podcast, we had talked about the, you know, being on during Hurricane Ian and, you know, kind of all that stuff. So, uh, you know, it was it was funny when you said, actually, our, our cruise got extended a little bit for a couple of days. So what what did that mean? What did that mean for your family? Like, were you were you excited about it? Did it make you anxious? Were, were there challenges that, you know, you had as a result of getting in a, a couple extra days, you know, working around flights and travel arrangements and all that stuff? Yeah, I mean, that was, it's kind of a gamble when you go on a Halloween on the high seas cruise in the Caribbean because it's during hurricane season. So, um, so you just have to kind of go with the flow, like plan it knowing that going in. Our cruise group um, on Facebook was like watching the weather up until the time it was supposed to sail. And so there were some people that wanted to cancel and some people were like, Oh, it'll be fine. Disney will sail around it. And so, um, we'd been waiting for this cruise for a really long time and we were very excited. So we were just like, we're going to go and see what, see happens. what happens. And we're really glad that we did because, um, it worked out for the best to get extra days. Um, and then Disney was kind enough to gift everyone the basic package for the internet. So we were all able to, reach out and get our flights taken care oh, of good. and things like that. Yeah. Awesome. So you got, you got a couple of bonus days to experience, uh, experience the wish something that, you know, I've, I, I had the chance to do a three night, um, cruise on the wish. We're actually leaving next week to do another three night cruise on the wish, but I know even though this will now be my second time on it, I know three nights is not going to feel like enough. And, you know, it's, it's, it's really, uh, you know, a unique experience that you have because Right now, the wish is only sailing three and four night cruises. So to you know have a chance to have what was it six nights did it end up being? Yeah, it ended up being six yeah, nights. Yeah, you get a, a lot of extra uh, experience on board the wish, and to you know to to get your get your bearings and find your way around. Um, so that's really cool. What type of um, what's the type of stateroom did you did you have? We had um, a deluxe veranda room, and so um, but not the family one. So we had the one that sleeps four. Um, and we really enjoyed it. It was really nice, especially being on the hurricane one to be able to see what the weather was doing sure. was kind of nice to be able to have that veranda. Definitely. What, um, what theme was your, uh, was your stateroom? It was Cinderella. Oh, theme. nice. That's, yeah. that's what we had uh, on our <laughs> cruise as well. So I, I love the, I love how they change the themes depending on, on which deck you're on. I think that was a, a really, uh, a really nice touch by Disney Cruise Line. So can you just tell us a little bit about your cruise? You know, I, I, I maybe not necessarily go like day by day, you know, 
all hours of the day. But what were some of the highlights for, you know, for each of your days, like your days at sea? What do you like to do? Um, I know you spent a day at Castaway Key. Um, just kind of take us through, take us through your cruise and, and give us sort of the highlights uh, for your family. Okay, so um, starting out embarkation day, that's always exciting with the sail away party and all of just like, seeing the ship and just, I if you've ever been on a Disney cruise, no matter how many times you go, embarkation is just so exciting. There's just something about it. Um, even if you've been on the same ship over and over again, it's you get this feeling of Disney magic, I right. feel like it is when you walk on board. Um, and... Uh, that was the night that we had the Seize the Adventure. We like to do the shows every night. And um, that show is adorable. And I hope they keep it along, around for a long time because we really like the character forward shows. Yeah, I, I'm i the same way. I'm a sucker for those kinds of shows. You just put in, you know, Disney songs with Disney characters and put like a, a basic theme to the show. And, and I'm all in on those ones. <laughs> yes, I love it. Yeah. Um, and then the second day as Nassau, we did chose not to get off. We've been cruising for a while, and we've done Nassau before um, a couple of times. So um, we just wanted to explore more of the wish since we thought we only had four right. days. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So we stayed on, um, and that Nassau night was our Halloween night. And so they had a couple of things going on there, which we can talk more about later, yes, I guess. Yes. And, um, and then so... The next day was supposed to be our Castaway Key Day, and we tried to pull in, but we weren't able to do that. And so we ended up having a sea day that day, but it was still pirate night. And then we had a couple of more sea days, and then we finally got our Castaway yep, Key Day yep. at the very end, which was really nice because we didn't think we were going to get to go. So um, we were very excited that we got yeah. to go to Castaway Key, especially being from the West Coast, we don't get to go to Castaway every time we sail when we sail out of the Wonder on the West Coast. So um, we were glad we got to get to Castaway Key. Yeah. Nice. Um, so what what um what kinds of like activities do you, does your family like to do on your on your sea days? I mean, did you find that the Wish had enough for you to do, especially given the fact that you had more sea days than than you were you know originally expecting? Um, what kinds of things do do you do you all like to do around the ship? We like to like go to the game shows and the trivia's and things like that, like the drawing, the characters, um, we're big character people. We like to meet and greet with the characters. So, um, we were doing that throughout the day. They had a lot of that going on in the grand hall. And then, um, so what else did we do? We did the pool stuff, which again, out of the West coast, it's kind of chilly. So we don't always hit up the pools. Um, so it was really great to be on the wish. And she has so many pools to explore all those pools and ride the aqua mouse, which was that was great fun too. Um, and then the slide of source Rex, we did that. Oh, nice. Um, and then of course we like to get our snacks, um, all day. I just feel like on a, on a cruise, you're just like your, your days are planned around, well, what am I going to eat next and where am I going to get it? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which, <laughs> it's, it's, that's my kind of vacation though. So, uh, no complaints, no complaints there. Do your kids um, spend much time in the kids clubs, and and what were their what were their thoughts on on uh, the kids clubs on the Wish? Yeah, uh, pre pandemic when they were a little bit younger, they were in the same age group, so they would be in the Oceaneers Club and Lab together, 
Um, and now they're separated, so they don't spend as much time in there now because they want to hang out together. So oh, yeah. they roam the ship a little bit more. But on the Wish, they actually spent more time in their separate areas than they had um, on the Wonder that we did in April. Oh, wow. And so they really enjoyed it. They had a lot to do, um, especially our older kid who went to edge and vibe he was um they had a lot more activities to do on the wish for uh, those age groups and um they would go to the hero zone a lot and do different expeditions and (laughs) scavenger hunts and things like that so he met a group of friends and was hanging out with them almost the whole time um and then our daughter also made a friend in the kids club so they kind of split up but yeah they uh they did spend some time outside of the kids clubs but they were in there a lot more this time than they had um, the last time that we sailed. Did uh, did anybody participate in the Incredibles Incredicors? Yes, yeah. we did. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <It was pretty laughs> awesome. <laughs> did everyone do it? So I didn't do it. Um, the day that we decided to go do it, I wasn't feeling too good. But um, so I just sat out okay. and watched. But um, yeah, everyone else did it. And it was great fun to watch. Um, especially the kids like outrun their parents on these things. It's (laughs) (laughs) very entertaining and it's themed really well. They have a whole like little video to tell you what each part of the obstacle course, how it coincides with the incredible family. Um, so it makes more sense once you're there and you learn what each piece of the obstacle is and how it ties in with the incredibles. And I thought that was really fun, really good theming. One thing I've been wondering about that is how many people show up to it and is it like, do you have to wait a long time for your turn to kind of go into the course or are they kind of moving people in and out pretty quickly? So we learned that there's two different types of games or courses whenever like on the Navigator app before you go. And so if you see that it's in the Incredit Games, it's an actual like game set to, so people sign up and then they're like battling each other and you know, it gets down to the final two and whoever has the best time wins like a Mickey medal and stuff. Okay. So if you get there during that and you don't have um, a team of four, cause you need a team of four to do this um, obstacle game, whatever, um, then you kind of have to, sit out and wait, um, for somebody else or for the next thing. And then usually either directly after it or before it, that's when it's the incredible course. And then the credit course, as long as you have two people, you can run it however many times you want. Got it's it. not a set situation going on. Um, so we had to wait our turn for the, um, Increda course to open up. Um, and then you, there was a line because only two people can go at a time. But the line didn't take very long to get through, and it wasn't so long that it was out the door or anything like that. Okay. So, um, but they also offered it quite a few times on our sailing, and that wasn't the first day they offered it. So maybe on the first day it might be um, a little bit more crowded, but I think it was like day four when we made it over there. Um, okay. And it wasn't too bad. And where's where do they play the video? Just kind of. In, do they project it onto the wall in there so everyone can see it or where, where does that happen? So in the hero zone, it's like two floors. And so the bottom floor is your game floor, which can be split up into all kinds of different games. Um, but they 
when they have the Encreta course up, it takes up the whole space. Um, on the second floor, it has like air hockey and foosball and things like that. But in between, like towards the top floor, um, there's like a, a I want to say a jumbotron, but you oh. know, like when you go to like a basketball game or something yeah. where they show the replays, um, they have a big screen up there and they played this video during that. And that's also where they would film you um, during the Incredi games while you're going through to give everybody in the room gotcha. kind of a play by play on where you're at. And they oh, that's cool. um, call it out, you know, like where you are on the course and stuff during the Incredi games. So it's, it's fun to watch even if you're not part of it. Yeah. Very cool. I, I, I'm looking forward to my, I think my son is really going to like that and probably my daughter too. So we're, we'll, uh, we're, we're looking forward to that. We didn't get to try that. It was just my wife and I on the last cruise and we didn't, uh, we didn't, we didn't try it just the two of us. So <laughs> I figured we wait for the, for the kids to come. Um, That's fair. was there anything that you wanted to do while you're on the wish that maybe you didn't get a chance to, and you said, well, we'll just do that next time. Or did you get to kind of experience everything that you wanted to do? So, um, like I said earlier, some of the things that we like to do is the Disney trivias and the drawing and things like that. Unfortunately, even though we tried several times, we did not actually get to do any of those, um, just because it was too crowded. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, they would go to the event before the event you wanted to go to just to get a seat. Um, so unfortunately we didn't get to do like some of our most like favorite things to do on Disney cruises just because it was a lot of people in a small area. Yeah. Yeah. I I know. Offer it to like more often or like in the theater. In larger venues. Yeah. 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 I've actually heard that, uh, that feedback quite a bit that, you know, things like that, that are very popular, Mm -hmm. um, people miss out on because they, you know, the, the, they don't get there early enough and there's just not enough room. So, um, uh, so yeah, maybe next time, maybe next time we get to do it. Yeah, maybe. So I really wanted to, um, the reason I reached out to you is cause I saw your family's costumes on, uh, on your Facebook <laughs> page, which were great and we'll, we'll get to. Um, and, uh, you know, I wanted to get an idea of Halloween on the high seas on, uh, on the wish, I, I have done a Halloween on the high seas cruise. It's been several years now. Uh, we were on the dream. Um, but I, you know, I, I, I haven't heard about the experience on the wish. So I, uh, wanted to chat with you about that. Can you just describe the Halloween on the high seas theming and kind of the, de- the decor around the ship? What, what were the, you know, some of the things that stood out to you? Okay. Yeah. The, um, the Disney Halloween on the high seas on the wish was our first Halloween on the high seas. So we don't can't really compare it to like the other ships, even though we've seen a lot of videos on um, what it looks like on there. But compared to the videos we've seen, the Wish looks a little bit more classy, I would say, um, as far as the Halloween theming goes. They definitely have um, the Halloween decor, but it's very pumpkin forward um, because of Cinderella. Right. So. So even the tree in the middle of the Grand Hall, um, her name is Boo, and she is the tree that grew the pumpkin that Cinderella um, oh, that's right. carriage was. Yeah. So um, during that, um, instead of it being like a spooky Halloween story, it's the story of uh, C- Cinderella's story in the tree's lanterns, which are the pumpkins, okay. um, the pumpkin tree. And so um, they have that ceremony um, on Halloween 
not, well, actually, I think they have that on embarkation night, not on Halloween night. Is that like just a, to get, a tree? Get her lit. Yeah, like a tree lighting. Yeah. And then what is that? What's can you, what do you describe that ceremony a little bit? Like what do, what do they do? Yeah. So the the Disney Wish players, the the people that greet you whenever you come on the ship, they tell stories in the Grand Hall throughout the ship or throughout the cruise. And on the Halloween on the high seas cruise, they're the ones telling this story about um, Boo the pumpkin tree and um, how she grew to be the pumpkin tree that grew Cinderella's oh, cool. uh, uh, coach. <laughs> and so um, they kind of tell the story of her growing into the pumpkin tree that she is and how she grows the pumpkins to make wishes come true. And then when her pumpkins light up, she has different pictures on each pumpkin that coincide with the story of Cinderella. So you um, have Cinderella on one, you have Lucifer the cat on another one. Uh, Bruno the dog is on one of the pumpkins, you know, just like different pieces. The carriage itself is on one of the pumpkins. Um, So a bunch of stuff that coincide with that. And um, the chandelier and all the lighting in the Grand Hall play into it, too. Oh, cool. So I was wondering about it's, that. Yeah, it's really nice. Um, sorry, I don't remember, like, every detail oh, of no, the story. Oh, no, that's okay. That's, but... <laughs> that's great. No, I... <laughs> but, yeah, it it was pretty pretty nice. But not as – it's not spooky. Yeah. Like, I would say that the other ships try to go, like, the spooky route – um, where this one's more like the enchantment and magic of Halloween. Sure, yeah. So would you say that the the decorations and stuff is sort of um, limited to the Grand Hall area? Like, I know the portholes have, like, the, the jack-o'-lantern um, decals on them, but did you, did you notice Halloween theming, like, anywhere else throughout the ship, or was it kind of, you know, concentrated on that area? It was mostly in the Grand Hall is where, like, all the decor was. Um, And then, yeah, the decals on the portholes, they're a little bit different than the other ships. They weren't jack-o'-lanterns. They were more like vines that were in the shape of a Disney villain. Oh, yeah. So they had different villains on each porthole. Um, And it was kind of fun just walking through and trying to figure out who that was supposed to be because some of them were a little bit more challenging than the others. (laughs) (laughs) So um, we did that one day, just walking around trying to see who was in each uh, vine porthole. Yeah. And then um, as far as other theming around the ship, there were, they on Halloween night, the second night, they had the Halloween on the high seas napkins everywhere you went um, with the logo on them. And then when you were at Marceline Market or out um, in the food court by the pool, they had all the tags that would tell you what the food is, had a Halloween tag, still saying what the food was, but um, a tiny bit of Halloween sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> decor right <Got> there. So mostly, yeah, mostly, mostly in the Grand Hall. Uh, understood. So can you tell us about your costumes for Halloween on the high seas? Who did your, uh, who'd your family dress as? So we decided to dress up as Cruella, her henchman, and our daughter wanted to be one of the Dalmatians. And, um, and we kind of just came upon that. We knew we wanted to do a family costume for the cruise. 
And um, our daughter always wants to be a dog of some sort or a wolf <laughs> <laughs> every year. So I was like, what could I do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> so, um, That's so great. yeah, I was Cruella. She was one of the dogs. And then our the boys were... Jasper and Horace. That's awesome, and I'll I'll, I'll try to I'll share pictures uh, of your of your costumes because I, <laughs> I thought they were great. Um, was it more challenging to pack for your for your cruise, knowing that you had to you know bring costumes with you? Luckily, we kind of thought about that beforehand since we knew we'd have to fly and wait an issue with your luggage. Um, we chose costumes that were basically clothing with accessories. Sure. And so it didn't have too many accessories. So I already had a black dress. So I was like, I'll, I'll just pack the black dress yeah. and I can use that for a different night too, just to dress nice. Um, and then of course that the puppy costume is basically a pajama. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's good forward thinking for sure. Uh, cause yeah. well, one of the things about, the Halloween on the high seas cruises that, um, that I really enjoyed is being able to see other people's costumes. And some people you, you, you look at and you're like, how did you bring that with you? Like, how did you get it on a plane? How did you, how did you pack it? Um, were there any costumes that, that stood out to you that you were like, wow, that's an amazing costume. Well, just for our family, um, we like the show bluey and there was a family dressed as the whole family of Bluey. And nice. so that stood out to us because it was different than anybody else. Yeah. Um, but like for me, being Cruella, there were Cruellas around every corner. <laughs> and so that was kind of fun to see like the different depictions of Cruella. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that was cool. kind of fun to see. But yeah, we liked the Bluey costume. That was pretty cool and different. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, we're big Bluey fans in this house too. Uh, my daughter is a, like a super fan. Um, yeah, my I think, daughter too. <laughs> yeah, I think you mentioned this uh, earlier. Is there a, a dedicated like Halloween day, or you know, are the activities spread kind of across different days? Yeah, so there is a dedicated Halloween day, kind of like Pirate Night is dedicated to that um, Pirate Day, um, even though it doesn't really do anything until nighttime. So. Um, the same thing for Halloween. It was pretty normal throughout the day, but as the night came on, other than, you know, the napkins and things like that, as the night came along, the characters got in their costumes and they had uh, the Mickey's Mouse Raid party outside on the deck, pool deck, and then we had trick-or-treating. And But other than that, that was pretty much all all there was. Yeah. Um, and then at the show, something that I thought was kind of cute they had candy corn like for free whenever you went over to get your snacks before the show you could i they had candy corn sitting there i asked if we could have oh, some the theater oh, show. yeah it's free yeah the oh, theater wow. show okay and so um so we got candy yeah. corn so if you're a fan of candy corn you could have some of that that was a nice touch i didn't expect um and our family or the weirdos that really like candy corn. So <laughs> we really enjoyed getting some candy corn. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Oh, that's awesome. Can yeah. you describe the deck party a little bit? Like what, what, what kind of deck party it is it? You know, you mentioned the characters and their costumes. Is it, you know, just kind of music and then the characters come out and dance and, you know, that sort of thing? Yeah. If you've ever been um, to any of the, uh, character dance parties on any of the ships. It's very similar to that, but with the Halloween layover. So the characters come out um, and they are all in their Halloween costumes and they take turns dancing to different songs 
um, in their costumes. It's kind of the music is themed a little bit with their costume, whatever they are. And so they take turns dancing and then the up on the stage while the other characters are down near the crowd dancing with them. Um, and then they kind of switch around in a clockwise motion until they're oh, all okay. done and then they yep. all dance together and then it's over. Got it. Very <laughs> similar to the, the dance parties, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the, you mentioned the characters in the costumes. Were there uh, like meet and greet opportunities for the characters in their costumes or was it just, were they just in the costumes for, for that, that event? There were meet and greet oh, okay. opportunities for that, but it was just during Halloween night. Um, that they were dressed in those same costumes that they were dressed in the masquerade party. There were other nights on the cruise, though. I know, um, you know, Minnie and Daisy and Clarabelle were the Sanderson sisters this year. And so there were several nights that you could meet them. It wasn't just on Halloween night. Um, So that was nice that you had more than one opportunity to go and meet them in their um, outfits. But something that was nice with the extended cruise that we got is that there technically was like a two Halloween days, except they didn't do the masquerade party or anything like that. But the characters were in their costumes again to oh, meet okay. and greet. Oh, perfect. And they did play in the Grand Hall. I don't think I mentioned this earlier. On Halloween night in the Grand Hall, they have Halloween music. Oh. So um, they had the, the actual song from Halloween um, playing, no <laughs> which was fun. Yeah. yeah. So, um, we had fun with that and they played that. Yeah. On the second night, which was, um, the second to last night was okay. kind of a makeshift Halloween night again. And, um, because we were on there longer, we were actually got to see Hocus Pocus two in the Walt Disney theater oh, that nice. night. Too. Oh, cool. So Perfect. it was kind of like a special extra. Yeah, Halloween. Really? That's great. <laughs> Do they yeah. do any sort of performance or anything on the stage in um, the Grand Hall that was Halloween related? They didn't. Um, the night that it was Halloween was our Little Mermaid night. So that was kind of a thing. I, I wish they would have some kind of Halloween themed yeah. show. That would be really fun. Um, maybe like a Haunted Mansion storyline or something like that. Yeah, I would really enjoy idea. that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, But other than that, everything was pretty cool on Halloween. It was kind of back-to-back of activities to do, so you had to be, like, right on time to everything. Um, But luckily, it didn't take too long to trick-or-treat and do all those things, so we were able to fit it all in. Yeah, and I wanted to ask you about trick-or-treating as well. Where did that take place, and how did that work? So the trick-or-treating took place in the Hero Zone, and so the lineup, the line was huge. So... They had all the tables. I think it was six trick-or-treat tables in the hero zone. But the line went out the door and down the stairs all the way to where the food festival is. And that's where we got in line. Wow. Um, But it moved pretty quick. It was only 15 minutes wait to get up there and get trick-or-treats. And you got lots and lots of candy. They also had at each table there was an allergy-friendly bucket too and so you could just go to that one and make a request and get allergy free whatever your allergy issue is they can um accommodate you at each table so you can get just as much candy as everyone else and you know it's not gonna hurt you that's great um yeah 
But um, it being in the hero zone, I felt like they could have like added more lighting or maybe a fog machine, some kind of more ambiance in sure. there to make it more spooky. But it was just the normal hero zone. You just walk through it. And uh, okay. <laughs> so maybe they'll they'll add some more yeah. stuff next year. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, if, if, you know, that's their multi-purpose room. I feel like you could uh, you could really do something with, with that. Um, yeah. Any other events that we didn't talk about? Was 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 there ever like a costume contest? Um, I know in on the. Um, Halloween on the High Seas Cruise that we've been on, one of the big hits was a uh, a nightmare a nightmare before Christmas sing along uh, that they um, offered like in the Walt Disney Theater. Any any other events that that we didn't talk about that uh, that we missed? The only one that I can think of, I didn't personally get to experience it because it was for the kids and vibe. Um, they did. They were just telling me about it, so <laughs> hopefully I get it right. They did a Halloween party, so it was like late night between 11 and 12, and they have like a party. There's a place called The Hideaway, which is kind of a flex space between Vibe and the Hero Zone, and so they would hang out in The Hideaway. This is where this party was, and at the stroke of midnight, they were to summon Oogie Boogie. And so I, they did some kind of spell oh, or something. Wow. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then um, once the stroke of midnight happened and they summoned Oogie Boogie, there, the door from the hideaway opens into the hero zone, and their Oogie Boogie is in there, oh, and no they way. had like a dance party um, for the teens. So that sounds really fun. Yeah. I wish the adults could have something like that. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, that sounds like a great time, yeah. and I love the the Nightmare Before Christmas sing along. That sounds amazing. I would yeah. So w- when we when we were on our cruise, um, I, we were with a friend of ours, and he's like, "I really want to go to this Nightmare uh, Before Christmas sing along. I really want to do this." And I was kind of like, "Yeah, I, I don't, I don't really want to do that, um, but I'll go with you if you want." And then so <laughs> the time came. He is in there, like, saving me a seat, and I don't remember what I was doing. I ended up missing it, and he goes to it by himself. <laughs> and he was like, it's, it was really it was really fun, um, and I, he really enjoyed it. So that's that's one of my regrets for, you know, uh, on the Halloween on the high seas that I did because uh, I, I wished I had done it, especially since he said it was such a, a cool event. Um, and I think they even had, like, Jack, uh, Jack Skellington and Sally come out on the stage before the, you know, before it started. So... Uh, it's a cool thing that I th- I think they might still do it on the other ships. Um, I don't know for sure, but it, yeah, it was that. Uh, it's, that's a cool event that they that, that they used to offer. I don't, I'm not sure if they do anymore. Yeah, they might. I have seen pictures from the other ships where you can meet Jack and Sally. Um, so maybe could you not on the wish? Still, we could not make them oh, on the wish. They interesting. Were not there, so okay. Yeah. Usually they, yeah, that that kind like of surprises said, me a little bit. Like I said, it's not as spooky. Yeah, right, right, and maybe that's the reason. Yeah, because because yeah, usually Jack and Sally are kind of like they're they're celebrities for the Halloween on the high seas cruises, you know. Yeah, the Sanders the Sanderson sisters were the celebrities on this. Good order. point. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and maybe maybe that's the difference. Maybe on the other ships you get Jack and Sally, and you know on the Wish you get the Sanderson sisters. So um, interesting. Yeah. Um. No Halloween themed menu in the, the the restaurants, right? No, unfortunately not. I thought that would be fun. We were in Marvel that night, so we did the the quantum thing yep. in there with Ant Man. 
Um, however, I thought like they could have used those screens and did something spooky fun with Halloween <laughs> True, in <yeah>. there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Just playing like maybe the Mickey shorts that are Halloween themed in the background. Yep. Would have been fun. But yeah, no um, Halloween themed food. Um, they did have the drink of the day was Halloween themed. It was called a Haunted Rita which was like a sour apple margarita. Okay. And it was it was pretty good, but you really it was very sour. So you oh. have to like sour <laughs> drinks um to get that one. And then they had a candy corn cupcake at uh Joyful Sweets. But oh, of course okay. that's a cost. Right. But other than that, that's about as that's themed about, as you were gonna the, get with that's the food. extent, <laughs> yep. So what would you say was your favorite thing about Halloween on the high seas? My favorite thing were the characters and their costumes. Oh, cool. Yeah. We we love the characters, and so seeing them dressed up as different things and going to those dance parties, we go to them every time. That's um, awesome. Because we love to dance, and, and the characters are super cute. And depending on um, the cruise, some of the dance moves the characters decide to bust out are really, really <laughs> crazy and talented. So who knew they could move like that? I know. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> Um, whose costume, uh, was your favorite? Ooh, let me think. Of course, Minnie is always great as a witch. Um, and, and Mickey, the, the classics, you know, so, uh, but Pluto was dressed as a little candy corn. So that was kind of (laughs) cute. And Dale was a poison apple. So that's, oh, okay. Yeah. Very creative. (laughs) Nice. So it's hard to choose, but they, they all had really great costumes. Okay. So had had you you said you've never done a Halloween on the high seas uh, cruise before? Have you ever done a very merry time? We haven't, but okay. we really want to. So maybe that'll be our next one. <laughs> sure. So I guess just what are your overall thoughts on Halloween on the high seas as a themed cruise? I really enjoyed it. I I enjoy the theming. We um, being on the west coast, we go to Disneyland a lot, so. We like the changing of the themes and the seasons each time that they come around. And it was exciting to be able to experience one on a ship this time. And so I like the different themings, just like I like the pirate night and it changes everything up a little bit and everything is set to one theme. It, uh, I, I think it's a fun time. It gives us something extra special to do that other, if you're sailing during another season, that's not a themed cruise that they don't get to experience. And so um, I think it's worth the the time to go dur- or during hurricane season <laughs> to do a Halloween <laughs> yeah. on high seas. <laughs> right. Yep. Yep. Um, and the the very maritime cruises are, I think, even better. They it's I think it's one of the best things that Disney Cruise Line offers. Um, just the the all the events and the, you know the stuff that they have for the kids is just amazing on the very maritime cruises. So just like I said at the beginning, overall I think Disney does very well with their themed uh, with their themed cruises. And it sounds like you know Halloween on the high seas on the Wish is a uh, is a hit. So um, that's that's good to hear. Yeah, so, we enjoyed it. Good. Well, Casey, thank you so much for coming on and uh you know sharing your cruise experience with us and then all the details about uh about halloween on the high seas that's you know it was exactly what i was looking for i've I've been um i've been dying to know just you know what what the different events are and kind of the details so i really appreciate you coming on and sharing those with me 
Yes, thank you so much for having me. It was nice to go back and relive the cruise a little bit. <laughs> awesome. Um, do you have a cruise planned for the future? Not currently, but we are shopping. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Well, enjoy uh, you know the rest of your day. Enjoy the the holiday season that's coming up, and uh, um, maybe I'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thank you. As a reminder, you can connect with the show by following along on Twitter at the DCL Dude or by liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash DCL Dude Podcast. Please feel free to ask a question, leave a comment, drop a note, or share the podcast with your followers. I'd also be very grateful if you could rate the podcast on iTunes and leave a review. Of course, if there's anything I could do to improve your listening experience, please let me know. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening.